Listen up, bowlers. Are you looking to gain mental focus over your competition? Do you ever need that extra burst of all natural energy during league play? Mind Frame is the first all natural supplement packed with vitamins and all natural ingredients to keep bowlers at the top of their game. Supports muscle recovery and joint support for the day after that long tournament. You cannot continue to neglect your most important tool, your body, if you want to win. Experience the striking power of Mind Frame. Visit S3Direct.com. That's S3Direct.com. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Bird and Joey Serrar. Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining us today on the Above podcast is Jerry Edwards. Jerry is the co-owner of MyBowlingCoach.com. Jerry is a USBC Gold Certified Coach and has done many instructional videos with Fred Borden. Jerry, thank you for joining us. First off, Tim Berg, Joey Serrar here. Do want to begin with asking you your thoughts on the sport of bowling right now. Oh, you know what? I think bowling's got so many great attributes, and um, from the from the very beginning, you know, bowling's got some great strengths. The fact that you can bowl from the time you're three until um, 93 is... Uh, just a, a great blessing for those of us that play. And it's kind of a fun thing because not everybody gets to bowl professionally. Lots of, And most of us just play once a week and have a lot of fun with it. And it's just one of those things where in a lot of sports, those of us that have played in high school sport and other kind of things, um, there comes a point in time when, when you just... When you get a little older, you can't get a lot better. And I've always said, and it's always been something I think is very true, in the sport of bowling, after the age of 30, you can get better. (laughs) You can enjoy some of your best bowling, you know, well into your, you know, 50s, 60s. And and uh, and that's not necessarily common with lots of sports. So from that standpoint, I think it's it's just a a great sport to be involved with. And, And you can play with all levels of skill too so you can play with somebody who's a great player and somebody who's just a beginner on the same field and enjoy each other's company and and so it's there's just some great strengths in bowling from that standpoint yeah very true jerry uh joe serrar here and i'm going to start with a, a question about uh, you've been able to work with some great people in the sport uh, some you've grown very close with uh one question that's always been kind of in the back of my mind is, what is it like to work with Fred Borden? Probably one of the more <laughs> or most high energy person you'll ever meet. Yeah, it's funny you, you even ask. Fred and I met um, yesterday. We were um, talking. He had a meeting with his staff from Stonehenge here in Akron, Ohio. And I live here in the area, and I've worked closely with Fred. Oh, and it's scary. We were talking. It's more than it's been more than twenty years, which is. Um, always a little sobering to think that it's been that long, but uh, it is. It's been a, a, a special treat um, to be involved with Fred Borden, and Fred is still very active um, in looking for fun and for ways for people to enjoy bowling and to get a little better every day. And 
Um, he's actually approaching his 70th birthday, and this guy's got more energy than most 16-year-olds I know. So <laughs> you're right, and he's, like I said, he's still looking and and still, you know, planning and dreaming and, and thinking about bowling and still helping people with their bowling. So, Jerry, I guess uh, one of the things that, that you're involved in now is MyBowlingCoach.com with yourself, Fred, and Ron Hatfield. What is What do you believe is a key to that success, and, and what is a key to your success when you're working with people on MyBowlingCoach.com? Well, MyBowlingCoach.com is really a, an opportunity for people to um, have access to bowling information, bowling lessons, 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week, all year long. So when it's convenient for you to be able to go on and, and get some instructions based on things that are important to you, whether it would be about your timing or your arm swing or maybe, um, you know, playing the lanes or equipment, there's a lot of different lessons that you can access and actually learn at your at your time, you know, when you have the time to learn. So it's really a kind of a, it's just a nice, um, it's just a nice tool for a bowler who loves to learn. Just a lot of opportunities to have a lot of information at your fingertips. So uh, can you explain that maybe a little more in detail, Jerry? Does a bowler uh, like upload a video and send it to you for advice on on physical parts of their game or or is it just done uh, with the written word? Well, on the on the website, um, the lessons come in like three different deliveries. You can get the lessons are um, classified, you know, in little compartments, and there's over 500 lessons on the on the site itself, and they are uh, video lessons. There are written lessons, and there's just audio audio like um, lessons that you could actually download to to an mp3 or whatever so that you can take it with you um so and at this time we don't have any uh ability or we haven't come out with the ability for a player to actually take a video and send it to us um it's something well i shouldn't say that we do you have to actually do your video and then you have to mail it it's not something that we actually send you know, via the internet, so uh, it's a it's a little bit more encompassing. But you can actually send in a video of your bowling skills and have it analyzed by one of the coaches. So, so with this, Jerry, you know, you've been coaching for how many years? Even though you're extremely young looking, you've been coaching for twenty, thirty oh, years. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I've been coaching. Um, oh, it's been it's. It's been 30 years for sure because I started coaching when I was uh, when I was born. So, no, just, <laughs> <laughs> and you were a gifted coach from then on. <laughs> so I've been yeah, but I've been coaching for a, for many many years. I've been blessed. You know, I I've been blessed to be around a great sport and have an opportunity to work with a lot of people um, from beginners all the way to the most elite players. And uh, so that's a, it's been a real, it's been really a lot of fun for me. So, and you just, the people love it. It's a great sport. I think kids really like it too, because it's one of the few places when they knock things over, people cheer, you know, <laughs> the, kids, the kids really like it. And, and, uh, and there's so many opportunities for our young people now in bowling too, that it's, it's fun with high school bowling being one of the fastest growing sports in the country. And then collegiate bowling is one of the most exciting exciting venues that 
you could ever be around when you're around bowlers. It's just an absolutely exciting, fun deal. So, Well, Jerry, you lead me right into my next question, which is what is really one of the things that has helped that is going to help bring bowling back to where it once was? You talk about the kids. There's a great youth program right now. But what is going to keep those kids interested to when they're in college and even as they graduate college and, and get their first jobs and, and start their career path to keep them into bowling? Well, I think, you know, in our in our great sport here, I think one of the things we've had some difficulties in is keeping the kids actively interested after they get to about 12 or 13 years old. And the fact that high school bowling now is um, is becoming a lot more prevalent in our country, we're giving the kids an opportunity to continue a sport that they like and recognized in their high school and so they stay active and so then at the end of high school it's still part of what they've always done and if they're lucky or if they've chosen to go ahead and pursue it into college well now they've got another step that keeps them involved and keeps them active in bowling and so then once you graduate from college if you've had that part be a part of your life for that long it's a lot more likely that you'll continue to stay in bowl. And, you know, and even if a player is away from bowling for a little while because of job-related things and, you know, financials and family and that kind of thing, the one thing that's if you've bowled in your lifetime and you've had, you know, had the opportunity to do that, you can come back to it at any time, too. It's not something that... You know, again, it's you know, it's a little bit like riding a bike. You can get back on and, and play and have a lot of fun. And uh, there's a lot of opportunities for people to, you know, there's a lot of bowling centers. There's a lot of leagues. There's a lot of programming that allow people to come back and actually play. But I think the fact that we've got kids staying involved in the high school years, I think that that bodes well for us. And they're playing on more difficult conditions, too, in a lot of cases, which I think is also something that will help us. I think sometimes, um, you know, my generation, it was the start of when the lane started to get a little bit softer, a little bit easier, a little easier to score. And, um, you know, all of a sudden that changes the environment a little bit. I'd like to see us get back to where the the scoring pace is a little bit more a little more challenging, shall I say. And we've got that with some of the kids that are coming up right now, the high school and collegiate players. They're playing on much tougher, much more difficult conditions. All right. You know, Jerry, you know, even with easier scoring conditions, I mean, it is relative because everybody on the pair is in the same boat. Uh, It's a much more complex game with the involvement of, of equipment choices, surface changes, uh, bowlers need to be able to move their feet and target, uh, you know, both quickly and accurately uh, during the course of a three-game session. So, you know, even though they can start out easy, they don't necessarily stay easy for three games, as you know. Uh, yes. My question to you is, is the game, you know, even though it, it can be easy at times, do you think the complexity of today's game is a good thing for the bowling in general or not? Well, you know, I think certainly there has to. You've brought in a new facet with the bowling equipment. The equipment is so much more a part of the game today um, than it was years ago, and um, I think bowlers have to have a different set of skills, and um, maybe as well because you have to juggle equipment um, and you have to be able to. Um, 
make bigger adjustments than maybe what we saw years ago because the bowling balls, the, you know, the bowling balls, you know, are able to change the lane itself and the high RPMs. We've got some players that can really um, create a lot of RPMs and with that creates a lot of friction and as and traction. And so what you end up doing is the lane itself, you lose the oil in certain parts of the lane. Well, when you lose oil and the lane becomes, has more friction spots, it makes it a lot more difficult you know, to, you have to move because you can't stay in the same zone because the ball doesn't do the right thing. So, you know, you have, you know, and and I hate to think that, um, you know, and I guess the the real the real question is, you know, being able to repeat a shot and you know the 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 whole conversation of accuracy versus, um, you know, the power or whatever you want to call it. Um, Sometimes the lanes actually will transition to where they become pretty easy. But if you don't, if you're not in the right part of the lane, you can look pretty foolish, and you can execute pretty well a lot of times. You know, you can have. I've always. You have to learn how to score. I guess there's two different. There's two different things in bowling. You've got the game of, you know, how do I play and what is my physical skill to deliver a bowling ball, and then you've got the game of scoring, and they're different. Because I've seen a lot of bowlers that you watch, they've got beautiful games, and they don't win anything. And then you watch players who you think, man, I'd never want to bowl like that, and they find a way to win. So they know how to score. They know, and and there's those are two very very different. And sometimes separating those are difficult for players who work really hard at developing their games and have worked on technique. Sometimes they can't get out of their own way to allow themselves to score. And and so you know there's a real balance there. And then when you add the you add the uh, the factor of you know having bowling equipment becomes so important it you know it, it makes it a little tough and you know their bowling balls are expensive Joining and us. you only have so many and you know uh, so you have to make good choices in your bag so that you've got a range of bowling balls and that probably requires the help of a of a certified pro shop operator who can help you um, make those decisions because they're not easy it's a lot of it's a lot of technical information that you're trying to juggle and trying to make sure that you've got you know everything covered you don't want to go to the garden with you know, five rakes. You want a, you know, a rake, a rake, a pick, a hoe, and a shovel. It's the same thing in your bowling bag. You know, you want bowling balls that do different things. Joining us on the Above180.com podcast is Jerry Edwards. Jerry is a USBC certified gold coach and principal in mybowlingcoach.com. Jerry, you talked and you alluded to moving on the lane and how bowlers have to move and how you can make the lanes a little bit easier than what they are. How do you teach moving when you're coaching a bowler? Well, you know, it, it's um, you have to really watch. I guess the biggest thing for bowlers is you really have to be great observers. You know, what do I mean by that? Um, if you watch uh, the best bowlers in the world, what they are watching is and what how they're making their decision is they're watching a bowling ball go down the lane and they're watching what it does. And if you start really paying attention, you're looking to see when does your ball start to transition or where does it start to change from going you know, straight down the lane to where it hooks? And what does that transition look like? And how does my ball go through the pins? 
Because if your ball is leaving a lot of flat tens, then you've got some decisions you have to make. You can't stay there. You know, you have to make a move if you want to carry. Because in the end, it's about throwing strikes and leaving things that you can make. So you have to watch your ball go down the lane. And I've done a lot of things where I force players into part of a lane where you wouldn't necessarily play. And I just want them to see where does your ball start to pick up? Where does your ball start to see friction? Where does it start to change direction? And that's pretty important to train your eye to watch because that's what helps you make decisions. That and what you leave. You know, what pins are you leaving? You know, are you leaving four pins? Are you leaving flat tens? Is your ball going through the pins too sharply down lanes? So you're leaving designer splits. So, you know, those are things you have to, and I think they're great. We don't get a lot of, of credit, you know, a lot of credit for being great observers, but the great bowlers see changes in ball motion very, very well. And, you know, how do they, well, they just continue, to, they learn, they watch, they, you know, does my, how does my ball look? What does it do? Does it stand up and, or does it start to hook and then all of a sudden it goes straight down lane? That means the ball's spent all of its energy. And if it gets to the pins, a lot of times it can't strike. And so those of us that haven't really spent a lot of time, I challenge you to watch your ball go down the lane and actually watch the ball go off the end of the lane itself after it's gone through the pins. Is it going to continue and go through the pins and exit between the eight and nine pin? Or is it hitting the head pin and then bouncing off to the right? Those things are the things that help you learn to score better, is to, you know, watch your ball, go down the lane, what is it doing, and what's the, what's the shape of my shot? How does that look? It's not just about hitting a target. You know, that's the, you know, it's not just about hitting the target. If you hit the target at the arrows, really good but your you know your angle of attack to that arrow is a lot different you might not be very good you might hit your target pretty good but the ball could be pretty far apart down at the pins if that makes any sense well it it does jerry you know and and this kind of gets back to the complexities of the game it's not just you know, making good shots. It's analyzing and watching the, the oil pattern change right in front of your eyes, uh, knowing your equipment, at least what balls you have with you, what they should do on this particular condition. Uh, you know, getting back to the coaching elements, uh, fundamentals are, are infinitely important, especially for beginner bowlers or those trying to, to get to that next level. Do you think there's an order of importance regarding fundamentals that bowlers should kind of have a checklist, you know, like, such as balance, timing? Uh, yeah, you just named it <laughs> right there. You know, the I think balance and, you know, balance and getting the arms and the legs to work together um, is, you know, timing. You know, how does it, because the timing really makes a difference as to, you know, whether or not you repeat shots. And balance is, is critical. You know, there's, you're talking about, for any of us that are bowling, we're swinging a very heavy object. And believe it or not, at the bottom of a swing, if you are, you know, if, you, if you're swinging a 15, you know, 15-pound bowling ball off of a normal length of an arm or whatever, you're throwing almost 100 pounds of force off of one foot. Well, tell me that that's very easy. And you're trying to deliver it to a, an area 60 feet away that's about four inches, five inches in, in uh, distance. So, you know, the, we don't get a lot of credit necessarily. But 
and in the meantime, it's going through a whole bunch of invisible forces that on the lane where the oil is and where the friction is. I mean, we're fighting the good fight. We've got an invisible foe. <laughs> and so we're, you know, we're gaining information and moving, you know, basing, based on what we see the ball doing. So I don't know if that answered that question or not. Well, it, it definitely does. And it, it just, you know, it, it, people think bowling's easy. It's easy, high scores. But to really perform or at least excel to your individual uh, best let's say i mean it takes a lot of awareness on your part uh, it takes knowledge on your part it takes certain physical skills on your part uh, but again i think that's what keeps us coming back is that we know there's always room for a little improvement we know if we work a little harder maybe focus a little better we can score better but do bowlers really want to put that effort into it? It seems there's there's a distinct group of bowlers that just want to have fun and drink and socialize. Then there's a group that wants to perform, but they don't really put in the time or effort. And then there's the, the diehards that will put the time and efforts in. And I think bowlers need to really assess their game and know what category they fall into. You know, will they put the time and effort into it? It takes. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a well. There's a commitment. You know, you know, greatness doesn't come free. It just doesn't. And good bowling doesn't come free either. You have to. You know, you may have a, a couple of weeks where you have a, you know shining moments. If you don't, you know, if you're just kind of bowling once a week, if you really want to improve. You've got to put the time into it, and you know you've got to make some sacrifices. Being a being a great player, there's it involves sacrifice, and when I say sacrifice, I mean sacrifice of time. That means sacrifice of free time if you're going to make the commitment to be uh, 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 an elite player. No, that doesn't mean everybody has to do that, and that's okay too. Because certainly, you know, not all of us in bowling world want that or need that or are going to do that and that's okay too because it's all right to go and have some fun and just want to get a little bit better because most of us that's you know that's that's i'd like to be a little bit better i'd like to you know maybe be in the top half of the averages in my league but even then you're going to need to put a little time in maybe take a lesson spend some time and work over the summer as opposed to taking the summer off and even if that's like one or two times a week just going in and throwing three games a week when you come back in september you're going to be in better shape than you would be if you hadn't bowled it all through the summer You'll have your rhythm and your timing and your balance. All of those things that go into being a good player, they'll be better because you have bowled all summer long. So, you know, so summertime's a, a great time to stay active and maybe to take on some projects of, you know what, I really, really wanted to work on um, my timing. I feel like I've struggled with it this year. I had a lot of trouble, and maybe I need to take a lesson and get some instruction so that I have a plan. Because going to the bowling center and just throwing bowling balls down the lane doesn't necessarily make you any better. I think planning, you know, planning your work and then working your plan is pretty important to get success and to have progress in your game. Jerry, want to briefly want to want you to touch on since you we mentioned earlier how you've been coaching for 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 your entire life. Talk about a couple of your, the most special students that you've had throughout your career so far, and I guess the impact that they've left upon you, and then also how you've impacted them and how they're bowling, uh, how you've stayed in touch with them. Well, you know, I guess you know sometimes some of your greatest coaching successes 
are ones that people would never, ever, ever know about because they aren't great players. They aren't the elite players. You know, certainly all of us know. I mean, I've worked with Chris and Linda Barnes over the years, and um, those two are, are dear friends, and um, so, and we stay in touch. You know, the, you know, Linda played on the U.S. team for, uh, I can't even remember, nine, nine years, a lot of years, and Chris the same way, and Chris was back bowling with the U.S. team now. And um, as they as they play because as a coach with the u.s team when i was coaching there you don't spend a lot of time with the players it's not like you travel with them and so they learn on their own as they're out and about and playing professionally and as you get back and work with players together as a team they'll bring things that they've learned and that have worked for them as they've their skills have developed and those help the coaches i you know working with the elite players i think coaches learn you know i think part of the reason i'm had i've had some success is i've been around great players who've taught me a lot and learning from them and listening to them and sometimes when they say something it's like wow i never thought about it and i you know you'll think about it as a coach and you're like hmm, that could work here or here and it, it makes you think differently because they they have tools and skills um, that they're using every day, so that's kind of a you know that's that's a fun side. And I think you know, but some of my most memorable have been with players. I have a, a student that has cerebral palsy, and um, has been one of the greatest students and one of my greatest um, inspirations in my life because this this person has a lot of challenges that, you know, that a lot of people don't. And she loves to bowl. And when I first met her, she was bowling off of two feet at the foul line and still and throwing it. And um, it's her left side that's affected. So she can't finish on her left foot as a right-handed player. And as we talked, I was, you know, I watched how she walked. And she was strong enough, I felt like, to maybe throw it off of her right foot. And for those of us that have been around a while, you've seen people who've bowled off what we call the wrong foot. If you're a right-handed bowler, you finish on your left foot generally. But we've all seen players that finish off of their right foot as a right-handed player. Well, I, there's nobody to, for her to watch, so I would bowl with her. We'd, we'd team up, and I would bowl one frame, and she would bowl one frame, and I would bowl where I would bowl off of my wrong foot. And so she could kind of watch the timing based on that versus timing like normal people would have. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And so and so this young girl actually made her high school team. She worked hard, made her high bowl for her high school team. And, you know, one of her goals was to shoot 200, and she's had several. And it's really, <laughs> you know, that is something that is just – very special, you know, because her spirit is so strong. You know, I learn from her. I learn from my students. You know that. You know, I'm. I don't know that they teach me nearly as much as I. I get from them. So, you know, it's just, uh, and that's part. And I think seeing people have great success on their on their side, you know, on for their at their level, whatever that is, because success is different for all of us. 
you know, it's, what is that? What does that mean to me? What are some of my goals? What are, where do I want to go? And then planning it out to where you can achieve those successes. And, uh, you know, have, being a part of that and being a part of something that people choose to do and love to do and having a chance to share that joy with them. I think that's, for those of us that coach, it's one of the things that um, is just so precious to us and something we enjoy so much. It keeps us around. Right. It, it does your heart good to help other people, in, and not just in coaching, just in life in general. And, and I think it does come back to us, you know, in a good way. Yeah, I would agree. Well, Jerry, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Uh, Jerry Edwards with uh, MyBowlingCoach.com. And by all means, like Jerry said, if you are looking for something to do over the summer, go to the website and, and take some lessons from, from Jerry and Ron and, and uh, Fred and look them up and give them a, reach out to them by all means. And, Jerry, it was a pleasure having you on the show. We're going to have to do this again as, as usual when we just get rolling here and time flies. So uh, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You guys have a great day, and enjoy the enjoy the moments. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to see you down at Bowl Expo for sure, Jerry. We'll, we'll look you up, and uh, Tim and I will definitely attend to watch the U.S. Women's Open, which uh, earlier you had said is at the Arlington Stadium. Yeah, the finals will be. Yeah, the finals will be at the stadium. It'll be something special. First time ever that it'll be in a at Cowboy Stadium. So that'll be a, a fun event. <laughs> Lots of energy and uh, something special to attend. That's for sure. For Tim Berg, uh, Joy Sarar, and Jerry Edwards, good luck and good bowling.